You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to the Modern Horrors Podcast, episode 147. My name is Luke Rodriguez. I am joined, as always, by Jacob Hopkins, and and I, I learned something. What did you learn? I learned that last week we went the entire fucking episode, oh, uh, many, many times, multiple times, calling it 144. So I just learned that uh, from you before we pressed record. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. So, uh, are you really surprised though? No, I mean this is this has been done multiple times. Uh, in <laughs> fact, we had more than one person actually send us messages uh, letting us know. And uh, I, funny enough, all of them were like, "No, nah, you should just leave it because it's funny." And I'm like, well, "It kind of hurts, you know, search results and stuff like that." So we got to rename it. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're, we're fuck ups, guys. I mean, in fairness, it's only changed on the website title. Uh, but in the episode, it lives forever. It will forever be 144 part two. <laughs> part two. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta mean that. So we are correct this week, though. 147. We're back on track. It is definitely 147. We we checked, triple checked, double checked. Uh, I checked once. Fair. I checked, I checked. after you. So <laughs> double check, I guess. There we go. An aggregate double check. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you by our Patreon podcast sport supporters, donators, sporters. They could be sporters. I don't know what they do. They sport modern horrors. That's they do. Uh, supporters, donators, sponsors, all that good shit. Joe Decker, Drew Marvick, the big motherfucking homie K Muck, uh, Biohazard Babies, Bio Babies, uh, and a couple other folks that haven't we haven't heard from. Just hanging out in the wind anonymously. Just out in the ether. We like that, though. That's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll we, do it. We're more than happy not to have to say your fucking name. So here's the situation, guys. Oh, do, we have, do we have another... Uh, do we have another uh, uh, audible? Look, guys, you guys know the deal at this point. Go to uh, audibletrial.com slash modernhars. Get your free audiobook if you want a free audiobook. It's on us. You get an extended 30-day trial. Uh, there's we don't have a we don't have a one lined up for you a recommendation or anything. No. There's, there's all kinds of shit well, out there. Well, fuck it. While we're doing it, go to, go to BarkBox as well. Yeah, you can do that. Fuck it. I don't know what the code is for that one. You would just go to getbarkbox.com slash horror. There you go. That's it. Send us some money by getting you something nice. There you go. Or at least your dog. Definitely your dog. I think it's BarkBox Day for Murph, so. Oh, is it really? He's going to lose his it's fucking gonna mind. It's going to be pumped. Uh, so we're going to have a weird show this week. Uh, there's, there's just not a lot going <laughs> that on. That makes it sound like it's not a weird show every nah, week. Yeah, arguably, that's, that's true. Uh, yeah, so there, there wasn't a lot going on news-wise. There's uh, even less going on uh, release-wise. Uh, and we didn't really have anything that we could get to for like uh, something that's coming out on Friday that everyone's interested in that, you know, that we, we've had a, a look at already. Uh, so we're just going to kind of have one of those free form episodes and see where it takes us. So now we, we do have like enough to get us through like a news feed. Uh, but after that, we'll probably take a break, and when we come back, we'll just kind of ride this bitch out and see where it goes. We'll just tell stories and shit. I don't know how many stories I got in the chamber, <laughs> but we'll figure something out. One day, man, we ought to have a uh, From the Shack segment where we tell old Radio Shack. Oh. I think we brought this up before. But, we got uh, a couple. Yeah, there's some, there's some uh, doozies. And now they're out of say. business, so we can't get in trouble. They definitely can't do shit about it. They're gone. <laughs> Except for, I think there's like one or two like independently owned franchises, franchises like yeah. hanging around. But uh, yeah, there's nothing they can do. Fucking posers. Like they, they got to keep all their money in house anyway, just to try to fucking survive, man. Jesus. Uh, so yeah. That being said, Jacob, please start taking me through the newsfeed. Let's start with something that uh, the general population is excited about. I could give two fucks less, as the kids say. Don't at me, bro. Mm. 
Suspiria remakes got a release date. I, I give a shit or two, to be okay. honest. Uh, and I don't even really know you're, why. You're only the only one in this room. <laughs> <laughs> it is packed in here, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't even really tell you why. Uh, I, I, I just think that the, the first one was, you know, a classic. Argento did his damn thing. I remember watching it. Uh, drunk as shit the first time. Not, that probably helps. Not really digging it at all. But oh, never just, mind. Just loving all the color. And then I went back and watched it. And look, it's never been one of those films that's really resonated with me the way it seems to have resonated with everybody else in the community. It just never really did it for me. I'm not saying that everyone doesn't like genuinely love it, but I do, in fact, question a lot of these people because it's like the cool thing to yeah. like. And so no one wants to be left out of not liking it or not understanding it. So it's like, oh, no, Suspiria is the greatest. Don't, how dare you talk bad about it? Yeah, and I don't even think it's really like the, ty- the type of movie that you have to dive into and like have it explained. Or I mean, sh- Motherfuckers need everything explained to oh, these Oh, you better believe it. Uh, but like even that movie, I don't think it's really that kind of movie. Uh, I wasn't left with any unanswered questions, really. It just wasn't super entertaining it's pretty i get that like he definitely grandfathered this style that is that is iterated on today still um which for that i give them all the props in the world but the movie itself like i don't know just it's okay yeah you can be a an inno- you can be an innovator no doubt without you know everything you've done being great yeah that's, absolutely and it's not bad no that's not a bad thing it's like oh shit you did some really cool like fucking romero i mean like his first one was was a good movie but then after that they kind of started getting a little weird and sloppy yeah he's still a fucking innovator absolutely he fucking um, invented a genre a complete genre yeah so i don't know man it's not like i have a loyalty to the first one that's not why i'm not stoked for the okay. second one it's just i don't care at all for either personally well if no it's, interest yeah no, like zero interest yeah, literally zero interest. That's not to say I won't end up watching it. It's just gonna, it's gonna be one of those happenstance days. And it's like, well, there's nothing else going on. Fuck sure. it. Let's let's check out this Suspiria remake. Yeah. So this one's coming from Amazon Studios, uh, which they did. Now that does interest me. Yeah. Right. So they yes. they did. What was the first one they did? Uh, the Neon Demon. They did okay, the Neon yeah. Demon. Then they did. They like colorful shit. What was the uh, the Joaquin movie we just watched? Uh, you were never really here. Yeah, they did that one. That too. was a good one. So this is they're going to be there. I think third, at least a third major genre that we're film. aware of. Yeah, um, it's going to be on November second. Is the release date? That's not that far, really. No. When I, you start looking at the fucking year, it's going on by, man. God damn, it really is. Uh, so I look. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm excited, but I am really interested to see if they can take if they, if they can do exactly what we were just talking about. Can they take an idea? That was pretty cool. Uh, that was innovative. Can they iterate on that and then make it something even better? Now, yeah. I know the, the, the fact that I just said Suspiria even better in the same sentence oh. is enough to just piss the fuck out of all you're, kinds you're of people. You're getting added. You're getting added. Like, you didn't say don't at me, so they're coming at you. Fair. It's kind of like uh, calling shotgun. Like if you, right. if you don't say it, it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> you got to do it first. Too. There's like <laughs> rules to this shit. Oh, just bumping your fucking mic. My bad. I got excited. Uh, don't just slapping your shit. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, look, November 2nd, I'm going to be there. It's going to be a theatrical release. Uh, if MoviePass is still alive by then, I'll probably use it. Dude, what the fuck is going on with MoviePass? Like, this is like a lot of people's worst fears coming true, right? Well, I mean, look, y'all, just ride it to the fucking wheels <laughs> fall off. Like, it's not going to last forever. I was never under any illusion that it was. They're bleeding money left and right. They came out and they were like, hey, we're going to do away with the unlimited plan to make some fucking money here. And then everyone started abandoning ship, and they're like, you know what? We're going to give you the unlimited plan back. Uh, my bad. And then some analyst was like, yeah, they gave it back, but they're going to be broken about two weeks. What sucks for them is 
they're they're the canary in the in the mine, right? Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna die. There's just no other way. They're Absolutely. gonna die, and then someone else is gonna come up behind them, do the exact same thing, and be uh, very successful doing it because we'll they've tested the, the water. The 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 it factor, the, the, the tweak, the, man. Yeah, the, the one tweak that will make them make money. And like those, someone's gonna crack that. Those fuckers are gonna be so sad. But I mean, somebody always has to be that first. Yeah. Yeah. Just Look, so I mean, look, uh, it, or maybe they 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 find it out for themselves. I, I don't know, but uh, for right now, dude, Movie Pass still like the best bargain in entertainment, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's literally too good to be true, which is why they're having all these problems. <laughs> That's exactly why they're having too many problems. <laughs> uh, so I guess that moral of the story is: sign up now, why why it still exists, why and still just be can. ready for it to die. Um, yeah, so November 2nd, it's a Spirit remake. I'm in. You're not. Uh, we'll probably talk about it on the show when it Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be on that uh, lonely island with me and like 10 other fucks. Yeah, <laughs> probably. not watching. Uh, Mr. Jordan Peele, everyone's going to be watching whatever the fuck this guy does, oh, right? This guy could live stream a shit. Millions of people would watch. Looking I'd watch. For, looking for symbolism and stuff. Like, do you notice how the turd is surrounded by a white toilet bowl? Like, can, can you, do you see the, the, the segregation that's happening here? Do you understand what's going on? They're, they're, it's, it's going down into the into the like it's getting flushed into the sunken place. Like, oh my god! You know, like, I love could it. Could literally do that, dude. So, not about what we're about to talk about, but it is about Jordan Peele. I was showing Emily something, and we went down this weird YouTube rabbit hole, like you do, and we were watching old Weird Al videos. Okay. And the white nerdy one, man. It's it's a him and a uh, key. Pull up. They're the uh, gangsters at the beginning of that video. I didn't even know he was in that. God, dude, they are so young. I'm talking about babyface. Have to be. I mean, Jordan more babyface than uh, than than Keys. Always kind of look the same. He doesn't age anymore. But uh, like, oh shit, look at them. That was like way way back early in their careers. Yeah, fun side story. Anyways, his newest project (laughs) simply called Us. And, and, and there's not too much we know about it. And there was a poster. And the poster, look, they, they called it a, a new social thriller or like a new nightmare, a new social thriller. The words nightmare and social thriller have been thrown out around Got here. people stoked too, right? Uh, look, I'm stoked as well. But oh, yeah, like, for sure. He, he, he's going to go into that path again, I think, uh, of the whole race thing, it's I believe. It's a white couple and a black couple. Oh, do, are there details now? There was, like, that's the detail. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's the, and stop. Hard stop. White couple, black couple. Stop. Okay. That's all. Well, I mean, just the, the colors of the poster alone. I mean, it's, it's a literally a black and white poster, and not like a black and white, like a black and white photo, but like ink blotch. Almost. It's almost got that Rorschach kind of look. Yeah, vibe, yeah. Which makes me wonder. That would be cool if it would kind of explore some of that. Can you explain? So the Rorschach uh, test, you, if you see it, like it's the ink splots and it's the old uh, gag of the what psychiatrist. Yeah, what do you see? Do you see it? And the, the joke's always a butterfly, right? Sure. And depending on your answers, supposedly they can tell uh, your mental state. Well, I think that's pretty interesting. I, n- I never thought of it until until we started, you know, talking about it right now. But like, that's why we do it like this. What do you? That's interesting. Even if that's not where it goes, but like, whenever a black person looks at a white person, what do you see? Whenever a white oh, person sure. looks at a black person, what yeah. do you see? Well, now that you're saying that, maybe that has more merit to it than what I, I just said. I, think I, it I might. was just kind of throwing it out that that's what it made me think of. But now you're making me think. If you if you look a, a layer under that, yeah. I think that's 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 ripe with potential. If if, if he were to go that direction, that would be uh, that would be interesting for sure. And that's a lot a lot he could unpack on both sides. Absolutely. Uh, maybe make not that he's interested in making anybody happy, but maybe sure. make more people happy because there was always people on both sides of you know get out on the love it and sure, hate it side, sure. because, calling him racist against white people, right? And all this right. Stuff. So maybe this time, maybe and I. Look, if he does do this, it shouldn't be in a response and won't be in a response. I don't think because it, it seems haters. like it's already 
had been started long before that right. ever happened. It sounds right? like he had a lot of projects in the works. And it sounds like <laughs> right. he's probably now getting to, to, to do some of those that, that he probably couldn't do at first. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really fucking interesting. The whole like the concept of like when you look at someone of another race, like everyone has their stereotypes and their biases and everything. Yeah. So, like, what do you see? Exploring that would be pretty fascinating. Uh, yeah. Good call. It's interesting. Uh, my only concern with this whole thing is we mentioned it years ago or at least a year plus ago yeah we just don't want jordan to end up being the race guy so i I thought about that as well here's what i think is going to help him out uh so this is going to be his second movie uh, still very racially driven uh but he's also got his name on a lot of projects as a producer right and i don't think mainstream audiences know the difference okay uh i think as long as it's pitched a certain way like Jordan Peele's name pops up, you know. Yeah, Jordan from the you know Jordan Peele presents or from the yes. from the creators of Get Out and that because we thing, see it you know? a lot when uh you know Tarantino loves to do that shit. He yeah. he loves his name. And hostile so, Tarantino presents. Yeah, uh, hostile, um, yeah. Uh, not quite as bad on the hostile, but some of the others for sure. I think uh, Roth for dude people still get clown yeah, people, confused. Yeah, that Roth directed it. He did not direct it. He just was the producer. It's John Watts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I think that's a good call. If that's the case, then you're right. People will just not care. What the fuck? Jordan Peele sound guy. And they're going to be like, oh, no, Jordan Peele directed this. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> Fans will be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's totally him. For sure. <laughs> I can see the, the resemblance. Right. Um, more details to come soon, I have to imagine. I hope so. You don't release a poster without it coming soon. Because I'll forget the poster. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I mean, I have a feeling this will be a 2019 movie. Most likely, right? Probably March 2019. Something hey, like what's that. up? March February, is a good March. March. Uh, uh, another project that we don't have much to, to really say, but it's making waves at Cannes Film Festival, which is kind of a big deal, mm. is uh, Murder Me Monster. And I saw that there was uh, a lot of talk around this, and I wasn't sure if it was actually horror because a lot of sites were... Appropriately so, tiptoeing around the issue, I finally found one. I dove in despite my reservations of being spoiled. Thank God I wasn't. But in fact, there is apparently some kind of monster in this movie. So it is a horror film, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the synopsis doesn't give you too much away. It sounds like uh, a detective finds like a headless corpse of a woman. Uh, been on that road before. <laughs> yeah, been there. <laughs> uh, so, and from there, like, uh, I guess the husband is the primary suspect, which is par for the course whenever a spouse is killed they almost always look at the husband and honestly it pretty much always is the spouse <laughs> uh so yeah the, the detectives zoom in on the husband the husband swears up and down that he did not kill his wife he did not cut her head off a fucking monster ate her head uh and they're like yeah sure he did i hear that there is actual special effects creature effects in this so i'm excited i want to know more yeah i mean i like how much uh darkness is surrounding this one right now like there's there's not too much known and that that intrigue uh intrigues me if that makes sense yeah and not to be tooting our own horns or patting ourselves in the back or any shit like that but anything that's even kind of remotely tiptoeing around the genre we we tend to get like some sort of wind like press release style yeah. on i've radio silence on this yeah and we are getting releases from can right now uh just not for this one it's strange it's interesting i think Oh, the, the forbiddenness of it. The fact that we don't have it makes me want it more, right? right? I'm like, ah, give me, give me, give me. You have to get on a fucking plane. We're going. <laughs> get, get there. All right, all right, let's keep moving along. Uh, Bro, you're, god damn it. This McAfee pop-up, I mean, seriously. Dude, I, let's take a tangent real quick. Can please, we take a tangent please. about McAfee? 
I watched this really shitty documentary about him. That dude is into some weird shit. He's insane. Like, didn't he, didn't, was he like wanted for murder for a while? Yeah. And then he like dipped down to somewhere in like South America yeah. and set up his own town. Then he kind of set up his own town. Basically took over the town and kind of became this weird like wannabe mafiosa kind of dude. And, uh, he, you know, he had fucking gaboo, gabillions of money. So, oh, he just, yeah, yeah. You know, he could just pay for everything down there because everything costs like a fucking nickel. Uh, and then he was like paying women to like shit in his mouth. Oh my and they'd be God. like, this is strange, but uh, that's a lot of money. So 20 yeah, bucks sure. is 20, 20 bucks. <laughs> right? <laughs> and like, dude, he, he hired his own like little militia. It's, he's a weird dude, man. And so the fact that I have to see his bullshit pop on my computer every fucking five minutes drives me goddamn insane. This is his way of shitting in your mouth. <laughs> he really does. And like, he doesn't pay me for it. So that's a part of the problem. He's asking you to pay him. Right? <laughs> this is, and this is how he's able to pay them to shit in his mouth. It's a vicious fucking cycle. Anyway. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Feral. Let's yeah. talk about some trailers. Let's talk about Feral. Man, we've been talking about Feral for a long time. And not Will Feral either. No. Like Actual F- Feral. F-E-R-A-L. Uh, yeah, so this one was actually... Uh, we, we got some still images for this. I want to say almost two years ago. Holy shit. Um, and I reached out to the director last year. Like, bro, where the fuck is this movie at? <laughs> Did you give up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was basically like, you know, hey, the movie's been done for a long time. He's doing that whole song and dance that people go through sometimes. We're just just, just trying to find distribution. Uh, so we finally found distribution. It's coming out through IFC Midnight, who releases all kinds of shit. Yep. Uh, I don't know. What do you think of the trailer? So it starts off with that, like, kind of like we're doing the backpacking thing, and we're all, like, really good-looking friends sitting around the campfire yeah, yeah. and some, like, goofy banter. And I was like, oh, let's not do this. Yeah. They do it. But it does get a lot more interesting once we kind of hop into the uh, weird creature thing that's happening. Yeah, so it it looks like, like you said, uh, people go out on a camping adventure. uh, One of their friends gets attacked by something. uh, Strange descent ape man? Well, I don't even know if they see the strange ape man because, like, they just see blood in the leaves. And they're like, oh, it looks like it was attacked by an animal or something. Uh, and then the, the crazy folks come out to, to eat them, I guess. And, of course, you have the what I presume is the, the, the local get, hermit that lives out in a cabin in the and woods. And he knows. He knows what's up. He knows he's got to have the wise, wise yeah. guy. He knows what's up. Now, yeah, he, he knows who they are. He knows how they work. He knows how you can beat them. Got you. Right? There's always that one guy. He, but but, why, but why has that one guy never done it, though? But, well, before he can tell them, and this is, I'm, I'm just, you know, surmising here. Sure. Um, before he can tell them, he's killed. Oh, you think so? You know, so then they got to figure it out for themselves. They definitely seem to have tied him up in the basement for, for reasons unbeknownst to us. Other than just they don't trust him. So here's the cool thing about this is basically it is like a where zombie movie that is a fair assessment where basically the 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 virus that makes people turn into flesh-eating maniacs uh is only activated at night which is interesting because whenever daylight comes back around they turn into just normal people again oh do they turn back into normal people or do we know that for sure well, i think in the trailer it shows one of their friends okay. like activate into crazy mode and then deactivate oh I think. I, maybe maybe i just didn't pay attention to that. In case that doesn't happen, it would be cooler if they did. It would have been. It also would have been a cooler uh, movie to attach to It Comes at Night. I mean, look, <laughs> I know a lot of people love It Comes at Night. I'll never understand why, uh, other than the fact that it is gorgeous. It, like, from presentation, aesthetically, like, it's sure. goddamn amazing. Um, fuck, dude, just you, so, something has to come. 
<laughs> right? It never <laughs> gotta, came. Gotta do something. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, multiple times. Not not a big fan of some of the lighting in this movie, or at least this trailer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some some budgetary constraints going on in Definitely. here. Definitely. I'm not a fan of the dialogue either. Feels, I don't know, stiff or generic. I don't know. There's something just not okay about it. Yeah, all, all in all, it seems to be like a um, very... So IFC releases a lot of stuff, right? Some of it, I, I kind of see them in tier systems, really. Yeah, like it's like a B plus to me. Yeah, it's like a B plus. Um, it's got Scout Taylor Compton in it, which okay. she's in all kinds of shit. You guys probably know her most from Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, but she's in. Oh, uh, that's such a good movie. Eric England's Get the Girl. She's actually really good in that one. Uh, she's in a lot of genre flicks, so uh, it's cool to see her in there. I, I think what's gonna make or break this is how visceral it gets because if it's only kind of ho-hum with your violence and right. like when you're sitting on a B plus you gotta have something to knock you over you know into the A's if you don't then like you can very well drop into the C's oh for sure you know? I'm, I'm hoping it's just gonna be one of those fun movies right like the action is and enough and it's like fun it doesn't look like it I mean like I think it's gonna I don't think it's it, it See, takes I'm, itself seriously I'm worried that it's not gonna be very violent other than just like you know, grabs and bites, and then it's over. I mean, I worry about that about every movie now. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, where the where the fuck did the violence go, y'all? Just watching like Christmas with the cranks, and like, why is this not violent? Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, do we have a release date on that now? Yeah, May. I'm gonna hot shot this one, 25th. I'm pretty sure. Okay, just let's just say May to be set. 20 something. <laughs> May 20th something, 2018. The 25th is something. Either that's when we can publish our review or that's when it comes out. Okay. One of the two. Somewhere in that realm. I like it. Let's talk another trailer. You like talking trailers? Let's talk sure. Sick for Toys. Speaking of uh, Christmas time, I didn't even mean to throw a Christmas time reference, but I did. Speaking of bees. Spe- <laughs> you think this is a B plus or B minus? It could be a C plus. Ooh, slipping. Look, like, I, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, all I know is like the first half of the trailer looks pretty bad, to be honest. Uh, Talk about stiff dialogue. The guy's ah. like, you know, you should call Jason. I do not think Jason would answer my phone call. Like, who the, f- what? Like, who, you don't, you, you don't what? talk like that? No, I do not talk like that. Jacob. I like to talk like that a lot of times. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Uh, so, yeah, a- after that, though, like, uh, you, you get introduced to the antagonist of the movie, one, one of two, I think. Uh, and one of them is a psychotic well, woman, a young lady that... Um, it's a holiday horror, so like she's like, hey, do you want to come to my house and eat dinner and all of this stuff? And play with my Christmas toy. Yeah. Turns out her Christmas toy is like a drugged up dude on the ground, like screaming. Yeah, they're pulling sausages out, aka guts, at one point. I don't know who they're pulling out. I have to assume it's that guy, right? Yeah, you would think so. The toy, you mean? I will, t- t- yes, the toy. The, the one thing I do like is this. It, now, it makes absolutely zero sense. <laughs> Completely the dumbest thing in the world. But Homeboy puts this welder's mask on and, like, the blood's flying. Now, I don't know if you've ever put a welder's mask on. Can't see shit. Yeah, you literally can't see shit. So unless he's actually welding, which it sure didn't look like <laughs> it, he don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just blindly just doing things. Just, just I think wet shit's hitting my face right <laughs> like, now. I'm not sure. It feels a little gooey. I must be in the right area, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. But it is. it looks cool. I mean, yeah, else. it's cool looking, uh, and I get it. But uh, past that, the... Uh, 
<laughs> what am I looking for? The uh, practicality of this whole situation. Shit. Not so good. <laughs> just bumping into shit. Gets killed in like three seconds. Just Dude, wrecked. We need to make that at least like a horror short where the guy's like trying to be all menacing and shit. Puts his goes to his garage and like gets pseudo armor, like a like a ragtag suit of armor. Right before he goes to torture the person, he puts his fucking mask gets down and shit. just starts bumping into shit. <laughs> gets fucking destroyed. He's got this table saw turned on, ready for torture. You gotta stop talking, right bro. It. You gotta stop talking. <laughs> We're going to lose it all. All right. Y'all can't use that. Okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. This one, uh, it. There's, I think it, maybe, maybe there is a little bit of promise. There is because it is low rent enough to where it won't take much to make it really charming. I think. Yeah. Isn't that weird that like a movie can like be really good and it just fuck itself by being just a little off. But then movies like this could do the opposite. Yeah. Because it's like it's not it didn't start off very good, but a little thing kind of bumps it up. And it's hard too, man, because I, some people have talked shit over the years, like, hey, you rated this movie and this movie the same. Like these movies both got sevens. You're gonna tell me these are the same? Not apples to apples, unfortunately. No, it's not apples to apples. Like it, it doesn't work that way. Uh and, and some people critique us of being uh harsher to mainstream horror than we are to indie horror. Yeah. To, to that, I'm like, yeah, we are because they have <laughs> sure. way fucking more money. They should they should be knocking this shit out of the park with millions and millions of dollars. I uh, I mean that's just the way it goes, right? Because based on the director's experience, maybe even producers at times like money. I mean that all yeah, changes yeah. the game, like the gear that they're using. It the, the scale isn't just base for everybody. Unfortunately, Absolutely it's got it's got to slide a little bit. Just I think to keep it honest, right? Because yeah. otherwise. Everything that comes out mainstream has to automatically be beating all the indie films. That's, right. It would just have to by, by the nature. And that's just not true. And Yeah, it's not fair either. Yeah. Or fair. Yeah. So that is uh, Sick for Toys. I don't see a release date at all for this bad boy. I have to imagine coming out later in the year. I would assume so. Closer uh, to Christmas? Actually, let me check this real quick. because I, I got You have an actual one. release? Yeah. Hold on one second. I, I will wait here. Got nowhere else to go. Sick for Toys. Directed by David Del Rio. This is actually his first feature-length film. So here's the interesting thing: is this was actually at Cannes as well. Well, goddamn, Cannes. Uh, Didn't hear as much about this one. No, no, uh, no release date. Okay. Well, maybe they're hoping to get picked up by somebody, and then we'll know. Maybe we'll see. Cannes is a good place to go for that kind of shit. Um, it, it's it's more promising, I think. Uh, it, it looks, you know, it, it's a backhanded compliment, but it looks kind of shitty. It also, looks good. Fair, you know. Fair. Like it's weird to say. There could be some fun in this one. Yeah, exactly. One last piece of news. This is personal news. Uh, your boy's gonna be at Hypericon July sixth through eighth. That is here in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, if you guys can make it, uh, we're gonna have about five fucking million stickers to hand out. Uh, we've still got all kinds of other trinkets and shit. Uh, if you guys are in the area, come say hi. We're at least gonna be doing our own thing. We might be guests on some other panels as well. I uh, don't really know how many days we'll be there, if we're going to be doing multiple things. Uh, we're just, in the modern horrors way, we'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, got, we got told, yes, you guys are going to be featured guests, and then that's kind of where we're left at the moment. So It's kind of cool to be featured guests, though. It is. Right? Uh, and it's a good thing that we are used to being in this realm, because I feel like anybody else might be a little nervous that we're getting so much closer, and then we still have no idea what the fuck we're doing. No fucking clue. Uh, there's even a potential for a live podcast. I know that the uh, the event was open to it, so yeah, you guys want to see what how this goes down live and in action. It's very unimpressive. <laughs> <laughs> Make your way on down to Nashville. Uh, you can get all the tickets and shit and check out the other people that are going to be there. Go to hypericon.net. That's it.
HyperiorCon.net. Uh, one more time, dates were? July 6th through 8th. All right. Celebrate your fucking independence with your boys. Ooh, get your drink on in the Nashville, the Nash Vegas, as we call it sometimes. All right, we're going to go ahead and take our first break, probably our only break. I would say our only. Uh, and whenever we get back, uh, who fucking knows what's going to happen? Just free balling. So we're going to that as soon as we get back after this right now. Actually, fuck that. We, for, we forgot something. We, we did forget one other piece of information. We watched the Predator trailer. Very fucking divisive so far, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, let me let the cat out of the bag real quick. I don't, I don't really understand why. Well, I guess I do understand, you understand. why. I just don't agree. There you go. Yeah. I think, and this is just pure speculation on my part, I think people are afraid that it's going to be another Aliens versus Predator kind of setup. Yeah, I think so as well. But the vibe I get from it, because everyone's like, oh, it's too polished, it's too clean, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, like, when the first Predator came out, that was a pretty clean and fucking polished movie as well. Like, it, it, like yeah, it looks kind of shitty by today's standards, but, like, that was awesome back then. I think this one's in a bad place, too, because we all have an expectation for what predator needs to be yeah. or, a, or a predator movie or what should it could be. be yeah or what it could be even uh but you don't want to give any of that away in a in a trailer especially a, a little teaser like that right so you have to skirt around all the good shit and then you're just left with basically what what you sh- what you shown us yeah and, it, and what they showed us is basically a pulpy action film uh for, for 2018 i mean that's what it feels like and uh, I understand why some of you might be disappointed, but, like, the original Predator was just an action film in, like, the fucking 80s, so... Makes me wonder what people were expecting, right? Like, it can't be worse than Predator 2. Yeah, and, it, like, it's not gonna be, like, really grim and horrifying, because it's, it's nev- never been It's it. never been that. Yeah, so, like, what the fuck are you thinking? I think we should go ahead and... And it could be a big pile of shit. I'm not gonna say that you're wrong in thinking that, because uh, you're not. I mean, it could be well, very well. I, I think. I think... You can make the argument that they're probably wrong, well, uh, just because. Possibly. Like, like I feel like Shane Black has earned the benefit of the doubt with the moves that he's turned in. That's weird, right? You you would think he alone gets a little bit of a. Mm, yeah, the dude. Are not, the dude's though. amazing. Maybe, like I say, I think he's just working against a uh, history of bad movie after bad movie that everybody's like, mm, just going to be another one of those. But I think, hey man, we went back to like having badass military cats against the Predator, and that's where it shines, right? Yes. Yeah. And these are like. Straight up assassins, you know? Yeah, the which, dude makes that mention, right? He's yeah. like, well, we're actually fucking assassins, so what do you expect from us? Yeah, like, I want to make sure you're not a threat. Like, bro, we're, we're assassins. <laughs> you got the wrong dudes then. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm... I wouldn't say excited, because I don't really have any attachment to Predator at all. Like, I've seen the first one, but that's literally it. Um, and it was fun, and this also looks fun. It's a good place to stop. So... Like, what's the problem? I love the, the the idea and the concept of the Predator, so I'm always kind of game. I've been uh, I've been hurt many a time in <laughs> the past, but uh, I'm, I'm still excited for this, and I understand that that is not the most exciting trailer that you could watch. I, I don't... I also think that could be a good thing, because yeah. like, like you just said, like, they didn't show you... Maybe. They didn't show you any of the good shit, which is awesome, because you get to see that in theater now, in the movie, and, like, not be spoiled and see all the good shit before you even pay for a ticket. I mean, yeah, that's kind of me, man. Like, honestly, this is one of those movies I don't think you really need a trailer. I would just small snippets and call it a fucking day. Like, you're either going to see it or you're not going to see it. Right. It's even Predator. Like, yeah, you're, not even, gonna, you're not selling anybody on right, it. Right. Anybody, all these fuckers that are mad about it probably still going to go see it. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. don't, don't get it out. You're either a fan or you're not a fan. This isn't a movie made, I don't think, uh, to try to bring new motherfuckers to the franchise. Yeah. Well, it probably was, to be fair. Um, but. 
Yeah, it, that doesn't mean, like, it's not mutually exclusive, right? Like, the, the old folks are still going to show up for it. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like it in a lot of ways. We weren't really necessarily designed. It just happens because it looks so fucking good. And yeah, it's a, it's a new movie. It's, it's a big new movie. Yeah, and you yeah. got motherfuckers to go see movies they don't even give a shit about. That's yeah. why they end up talking through the goddamn thing. That's so true, yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. Yeah. But anyways, give a motherfucker a break, okay? Deep breaths. Maybe it is shit, and you can be like, I told you so later then, but right now, just calm down. Give it a second. Look, nice guys kicked ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. What was the one with, uh, I hate that I can't remember, because literally, I love this movie so much. I'm going to pull Kiss, Kiss, Shane Bang, Black. Bang. Oh. With Downey Jr. Yeah, that's and, a good one. Uh, Underrated one, too. Uh, like, it kind of still, I mean, I know, you're like, oh, no, all my friends talk about it, but the general population doesn't really. If you listen to this really, show, you're pretty cool. So, yeah, like, yeah, you're the probably general cool friends. population doesn't talk about that one nearly enough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, man, I'm looking here. Look at, look at Iron Man 3. Well, I don't give a fuck about that. It's but, not that great. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what else we got here, man. The Lego Marvel Super. I mean, come on. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Oh, The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wrote Lethal Weapon. Come on, man. The Last Boy Scout. What more do you fuckers want? I think he actually wrote. Um, go to his right. Ri- that was writer. So that's what we were looking at. You want to go to the director? Oh, shit. I mean, this motherfucker. He's only directed. A few things. Well, I'm glad but they, they were all. I'm glad I didn't say what I was going to say. Because they were all pretty good. Stuff. Completely wrong. Uh, but he did write Last Action Hero. That's what I'm saying. Come on. Come he, on. He knows how to make over the top, ridiculous, fun things. Yeah, and that's what we need. That's what the world needs right now. <laughs> what the world <laughs> needs now. All right, guys. We're going to take a look. We're going to get back like this. back and we're gonna see what happens y'all this might last 10 minutes it might last 60 minutes who, who knows we don't know who knows uh but the first thing i want to get into is something that i uh, uh you know i we've, we've been able to do some cool shit in the last uh few years arguably here um and one of my favorite things that i've gotten to do a couple times now we've got to do a couple times now uh is check out a movie before it's done uh, and, and to give feedback back to a director before it's done with its post-production process and just, you know, see that shit raw, see that shit raw. And um, I, I had that opportunity recently with a movie called Far From the Apple Tree. Uh, we've done a post on it on the website a while back. I was really, really intrigued by it then. Uh, they, they were doing a lot of weird shit. Uh, it's from the guy that did Night Kaleidoscope, which was a really, uh, really good indie, really weird, good indie vampire flick. I want to say that's on Netflix now. It's on one of those, either Netflix, Netflix. or Hulu, Amazon, some one of those f- streaming platforms. Uh, it was actually free on Amazon for a while, I think. Oh, or arguably free on Netflix now. Uh, either way, uh, same guy that did that, but uh, this is a, a very different movie. Um, and they, they filmed it in a very different way. They, they used a whole bunch of different kinds of formats to, to make the movie on. They use like Betamax and 35 millimeter and like fucking 45 millimeter, 55, every millimeter you got. They, they, <laughs> all the millimeters they, were all, used. All, all the millimeters <laughs> were used on there. Uh, and then they also had like all of this weird shit, like toy crank cameras and like all kinds of just weird shit. And then they had like red cinema cameras and stuff mm-hmm. as well that get used every once in a while. Um, so I, I was able to check this out and, and a funny thing happened. I, I watched this movie and admittedly I was super stoned whenever I watched it. Um, like but a theme with movies and you, I was into it so fucking hard. Yeah, that'll happen. Um, I was also really confused. 
Um, so then after I finished it, I did something that I haven't done. I mean, y'all can keep me honest if I have mentioned it recently. Um, but, but I don't think I've actually gone back and watched a movie back to back. Okay. Maybe ever. Um, but definitely not in, in recent memory. I don't do that often. Uh, and I, I, and I did it with this one. I think let us pray was the, uh, ah. Last time I did that, okay. I was just immediately have to go right back into it because there was shit to shit to find, and I think there's shit to find in here too. Uh, probably, even if there's not, I tell you what, uh, we may not be quite lined up on this one just yet. I won't say uh, where we're at with this one, but uh, ooh, buddy, this one's got like some pretties to look at, right? Yeah, I mean, see, when you told me, you were like, dude. I'm just gonna let you know it's raw, it's unfinished, blah blah blah. So I had this image in my mind of some of the other things we've seen that's raw and unfinished. Yes. yes. And then I watched it, and I go, are you sure it's raw and unfinished? Because it looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the moments that they're shooting on the cinema cameras, like, they, they look fantastic, right? Um, now, now, the interesting thing is this, and uh, you, you guys, uh, you, you're going to get to watch this one before too long. Uh, the All of the weird camera shit that they use, at first, it was it, it kind of put me off balance. I was like, this this is weird. Like, it's just it's just jutting imagery at me in these weird formats. It's cropped weird. Um, and then, like, I, I don't really understand what's going on. But then my, my brain had to adjust. And, like, the movie is filmed just like any other movie. It's just that all of the B-roll and, like, extra shots that you normally get uh, in a movie is shot on all of these other weird cameras. So it looks like weird imagery jutting in at you. But it's still just the same narrative thread. It's just done in such a way that is, to me, really, really engaging. And, um, you know, the, the movie follows a, an aspiring photographer. Um, and she isn't very good, uh, at least not in the eyes of the, her peers. Right. Uh, so she goes to the art show uh, for this, like, sort of, you know, famous, maybe notorious artist uh, in the area. Uh, and she ends up getting a phone call from that artist to to move into her home to archive her work. Now, this artist, uh, she's got some weird cult ties and shit. And, uh, she's got some baggage, perhaps. Yeah, a lot of baggage uh, that should raise some red flags. But, hey, it's a really big opportunity. She's a struggling artist. She wants to... She wants to capitalize on this. Uh, and once she gets there, she, she starts archiving this woman's uh, video footage, and she notices that there's a, there's a young woman in the footage that looks almost exactly like she does. Uh, and then this mystery sort of unravels. And to be honest, uh, it's the kind of movie that by the time it's over, it, it lets you draw your own comparisons in a lot of way. I, I think the overall message of the movie is very, very clear and like what happened. But it's all the details where you kind of have to fill them in for yourself and uh, write your own story, you know. And I did that, and I and I love, I love it. Uh, this one is definitely one I think film classes would love. Mm. Um, just the way the shots are put together, some of the, some of the, the things they choose to do. Uh, it just reminded me of some of the things I saw in some of my uh, film classes I had in college. It was like, oh, okay, we're doing this, we're doing that. It's very. Very interesting to look at. Even if you That's had it thing. on mute, yep. you would still be like, cool. Uh, I don't know what, maybe I don't know what the fuck's happening. I don't know. Maybe you actually might be able to follow along on mute yeah, to maybe. a certain extent. Uh, but just visually, there's a lot of interesting things happen where you'd be like, that's an interesting composition of that particular scene. And the thing is, uh, because this one would absolutely best be described by most as a quote-unquote slow burn, right? It's definitely artsy. Um, but because you have all of this weird imagery popping in and out, the entire runtime of the film, uh, it it kept my interest and it kept me engaged through through moments of inactivity where nothing's going on. Where I would normally be bored as shit in another movie, 
this one kept me on my toes because I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? You know? Right. Um, and like all of that shit does matter, especially watching it a second time. It really matters. I got a bad feeling that this is going to be more um, like cinephiles are going to love this. Oh, yeah. And then like the general audience not going to be impressed. This is not an um, this is not in a movie that should be approached by everyone by, <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, it is to me and I, I've got a preview piece coming up on the website soon where I'm going to restate a lot of the same shit, to be honest. Uh, but to me, I know this is probably hyperbolic sounding. But it is one of the most authentic horror movies I've ever seen. And, okay. the, and the reason I say that is because it, it made me, like, uncomfortable at the very least. Maybe even scared. I, m- I might go that far. But certainly entertained with zero jump scares and almost zero blood. So I had a thought while watching it. And maybe this maybe sparked something with some people. Because I know that me and you tend to be on an opposite end of the spectrum of a lot of people, surprisingly, with Rob Zombie's. Uh, Lords of Salem. Mm, yeah, I get the vibe that this is what Rob kind of wanted to do with that movie, and for me, didn't really find the mark. Uh, he completely obliterated the mark. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's gone. So you know, I'm just saying. Now, what I'm more curious about at this point now than anything is what the fuck is this going to look like by the time they're done actually making it a, a finished product? It's a good looking movie, right? Right. Like, I mean, there was nothing overtly bad about it. No. Um, from what I understand, like, I mean, you watched it, so there's a lot of uh, silent sections, like people getting into bed and the sheets yeah. aren't making any noise, like all of the Foley work but needs to be done. But it's so artsy that when that happens, like, my brain doesn't click and go, oh, that's missing something. It was just like, oh, there's a decision. I didn't, yeah, I didn't either. And I was just like, it, the silence almost made me like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Right, like, I forgot, basically, throughout the whole thing, that it was unfinished. Yeah. Because I would, I would try to find the points, and then I would just, like, not be able to know because it's like... Is it artsy? Is it not artsy? I don't fucking know. Yeah, so I was talking to Grant, uh, the director, Grant McPhee, uh, and yeah, he is, uh, A, an incredible fucking director, <laughs> uh, but but B, yeah, he's he was very clear that this, you know, it's not done, it's an early look, and like part of me wants to be like, bro, just leave it alone. <laughs> just, just send it out, man. <laughs> just walk away. Uh, you, dude, have two cuts of it. The, the super artsy cut, the, the modern horrors cut, if you, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we'll, you could have the nice finished cut. We'll take that. We'll take that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but again, uh, this, is, this isn't one that is probably going to be super popular on the old iTunes or anything like that. Yeah, it'll, but, take, a, it'll take a whopping. But here's the thing, like it, and, and this is going to infuriate some people, uh, but you motherfuckers haven't seen it, so shut up. Uh, like, we, we look back at these movies, man, these classics. Like, we just talked about Suspiria, for example, right? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, production values, that's not the best example because the production values are pretty good and the acting is pretty good and everything. Um, but a lot of these classics, like, the production values suck, the acting is arguably shitty, um, and, and we, we, we give it a pass for the sake, in my opinion, of nostalgia because we liked it when we were younger, right? Or, the, or that people like it. Or it's it. cool. Yeah, or it's cool. It's cool to like. If you would show that same respect to Far From the Apple Tree, it's easily on par with some, some not, 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 you know, we're not talking about alien thing and all that shit, but like it's on par with some of the classics that you guys live and die by. Uh, so uh, if you're one of the people, and if you're listening to the show, you probably aren't, but if you know those people that just shit on modern horror, just, you know, I'm really living by this philosophy right now that if you would just show the same respect to these movies that you give those older ones, you know, we, we're, we're in a great time right now. 
Definitely curious. This might be a good Amazon might be a good home for this. They like they seem to be liking this artsy shit, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I, I doubt that, to be honest, uh, as far as like um, a formal Amazon Studios release or anything. But let's make some let's make some contacts. Yeah. So you know, we, we can handle that real quick. <laughs> um, I look, I, I want all of you guys to see it. I don't expect all of you to like it, but I expect the ones of you that do to fucking love it. Fair. Fair. Uh, if you like just, just I don't know, the art of putting shots together, I think this is worth a watch, right? Yeah, and it's worth mentioning that the two lead actresses are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, they, I just looked at the IMDb of the lady who plays the uh, Roberta Rosalind, the, the artist whose house that she goes yeah, to. Yeah, she's not really in much. She's not. And boy, I thought she was, she looks so familiar to me. She has that face. She has that familiar Jane Seymour looking face, like budget Jane Seymour. And uh, her her voice sounds kind of very, like the way she's able to use her eyes in like her Mm -hmm. posture as part of her acting is really, really impressive. Um, She's good at playing condescending, but subtly, not like overtly like, oh, well, of course, but subtly. You're like, "Mm, God damn. Yeah. And the main character, uh, she just, uh, she just got cast in one of Netflix's originals. Uh, so yeah, she's... They do a couple things. She's going places. So talking to Grant, he's like, hey, maybe you know some people will parlay some of the interest from the Netflix series over to our movie because this was where, you know, before they were famous type deal. I created this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I made this. Uh, but she's, she's very, very, very good. It's, and it's not often that you get into independent movies with such strong characters. Luckily, uh, the scale of it is so small that it's okay that you really only have two characters. You know, Sometimes that's better. Yeah, yeah. So, hey man, speaking of Netflix, I'll watch some Netflix shit. Lay it on me, bro. Uh, so I hit it to, to the Slack channel when I saw the trailer that there was this, this documentary series that was coming out called Evil Genius, the true story of America's most diabolical bank heist. And I, I had remember seeing this on the news back in like 2003, I think is when it happened. Oh, is that recent? It's pretty recent. Where this dude had robbed a bank, said he had a bomb around his neck, uh, and he was a pizza delivery guy. He comes out, of course, the cops show up, and they're not 100% sure that that's real. Because, I mean, like, who the fuck has this literal jigsaw-esque clamp, you know, bomb around somebody's neck? Like, that doesn't make sense. Uh, It blows the fuck up, so it was real. Uh, And this documentary follows that story, and it goes down a rabbit hole that I could never have imagined. It was... It was so fucking weird and, and so insane. I mean, it's it, a, a real-life jigsaw kind of thing. Like, I wonder how this hasn't been picked up for, like, a narrative feature. I mean, I, I, right? I mean, if it, could, it could be one easily. These characters are... Now, here's the thing. It's, I watch a lot of documentaries. I've said it many times. Probably maybe even more than I watch horror films. I'd say that's fair. Yeah. So, hi, hypercritical of the way those things are, are composed and put together. Not... The best I've seen, but the story is so goddamn interesting. It could have been almost the worst. Put- I could have directed it, and it probably still would have been okay. That's how fucking interesting it is. It does that weird thing where the frame rate is entirely too fucking high. Oh, where it's like 60 frames, it's too fluid, too yes, fast. Yes, yeah. like, motherfucker, I get that you have a camera that can do that, and that's awesome. Drop that shit Good. to 24, like, bro. Yes, please <laughs> go ahead and just drop it down. Yeah. It's cinematic looking, and it just makes the product, just the final product, just so much better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a non-filmmaker critiquing an actual filmmaker, but uh, from a viewer standpoint, right? There you go. And that's what matters. It really is. I think it's only like four parts. Dude, I, 
you have to watch this. Oh, so it's not just one documentary. It's like a docu-series. I thought it was going to be one. I almost would prefer it because I think they're only like, they may be around 40 minutes, 45 minutes each. So you could have compacted some of this and made it like an, an hour and a half, two hour documentary. Yeah. Uh, I think that probably would have been a better route to go, but they chose not to for whatever reason. Let me lay this on you. Please do. And you might have seen this, okay. uh, or at least in part. Uh, and this is not horror. So, oh, okay. Stay tuned, motherfuckers. This is weird. Look, um, Luke never watches anything but horror. Cobra Kai. Oh my God! Let's please talk. I, no, you can't spoil me because I only got to see the first three episodes. Okay, but I have never been more excited about three episodes than I have in anything in my entire fucking life. It is so fucking good. And I'm not even one of those people oh, that had like man. a crazy attachment to the original Karate Kid. Like I, I've seen it a, a million times. Sure. Um. But I'm one of those guys that was like, oh, they're bringing it back with the same, like, how desperate are they? You know, like, how the fuck is this going to work? Um, amazingly is how it works. Dude. Like, you've seen the first three. Like, first three. Oh, my God. It's some of the most genius walking that razor's edge of nostalgia, but still new and not, yep. like, relying heavily on it, but still having it there. And even like, making I've ever seen fun of it sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know how they pulled it off. It, it only works that you have those original actors back. Yep. It's the only way it works. Uh, and dude, they just kind of fall seamlessly into those roles suddenly all over again. The thing I like, and I, I'll tread lightly because you and uh, most of the listeners probably haven't seen it's it. Because it's a, let's go ahead and get out of the way. It's a YouTube Red exclusive, which yeah. blows my fucking mind. And I look, I'm not the type of guy that's going to pay for YouTube Red, uh, but I did just move over to YouTube TV, and it comes with YouTube Red. Um, so I was able to take advantage of it through that. We talk about a lot of times they bring on these, these different businesses bring on to obviously try to get more people. And I'm definitely not a YouTube red guy, but I want to see the rest of it. So fucking bad. I think this may be the one that does it. It might break me. Well, hold fast because, uh, YouTube TV gives you the opportunity to share with six of your boys. Oh shit. I've been thinking about YouTube TV. So, so I got you. Okay. Um, so it is, it is so good, but the, the thing that makes it special is there is no bad guy really. Right. Like the blonde dude from the original movie, he's a dick. Um, <laughs> you know, he's an asshole, but like, there's no bad guy. Like if yeah, there, it's just a big misunderstanding. Basically the, the entire situation is dude, the editing in this thing too is fucking phenomenal. I don't know if it's in the first episode or the second episode. Those first two are, are free. So if you guys are curious and you have, you're one of those weirdos who hasn't watched those two episodes yet, go do it. But there's a moment where he's watching, uh, another eighties movie, iron Eagle, which I used to watch all the time when I was, uh, Little as well. Louis Cosper Jr. is in there. They're flying the airplanes, you know, the jets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they've edited that one speech where uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, Chappie's yeah. talking to the other guy. He plays the, the cassette. And they've edited it to where he's like, oh, shit, he's talking to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. It was like this a pep talk from the TV, uh, thing with this movie. And it was so fucking funny. Yeah, it's good. The soundtrack is amazing. I have to imagine that YouTube, I mean, YouTube has a ton of deals and music labels and stuff. Right, so I think they already dude. have the license rights to a bunch of this shit. Uh, and they use them. They, they use them. So that thing was so successful so fast. Cobra Kai 2 confirmed. Yeah. Uh, it's so successful that it's sitting at a 9.2 on IMDb Oh, right my now. God, dude. Like, let me see if I can find who who wrote this. I don't know, but I, I do. I, I did read uh, recently that even even the filmmakers are surprised at how well that it's been received. Um, they're like, you know, we, we knew that we were going to make something that was special to us and like for fans of the original series and people that want to see a continuation. But we had no idea that like 
people were going to flock to this thing and love it the way that they had. So, uh, look, I'm so stoked for them. So so very stoked. God damn, it is a team of motherfuckers writing. It takes a village. It must have, dude. Wow. Which, that's not, that's not terribly uncommon for a, a television show. No, not for a television show. <laughs> um, I don't know, it just feels so, so concise and so... You know, every episode doesn't feel yeah because you know occasionally you get that one where it feels just a little off from some of the others around Stranger it. Stranger Things, yeah, yeah. This one doesn't feel like that at all, so it wouldn't have surprised me to see like two, three motherfuckers had just written the whole thing. But uh, nope, a village. Yeah, I um, man, I can't recommend it enough. I know it's not hard. We don't do this often, but it's that good. We did say we were just gonna get in here and just fucking ramble and shoot the shit, and that is a good one to ramble and shoot the shit yeah, about, a, man. Look, if you haven't seen Karate Kid, come on. Here's the good thing: you don't even have to have seen Karate Kid. You don't. They it, break it down for it you. It helps if you watch the first one though, because then you're gonna you're gonna ride that wave. And you should just watch it. You should. Yeah, you could probably skip the second one. There's a couple of nods and jokes to the second yeah. one. I've seen them all, but like it's it's just. You know, you know, we're gonna keep riding. Let's we're gonna keep it. sucking this dick of Cobra Kai, by <laughs> God. Because uh, I was telling Emily, they do subtle little things too, where they nod back to uh, the movies that are just subtle, like uh, Daniel Larusso owning a car like company. Yeah. Because in the movies, you know, he's always Miyagi's teaching him how to work cars. Yeah. Wax just, on, wax off. He just parlayed that into a oh, whole yeah. fucking empire. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. just. They don't really make a big fuss about it, but that's how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's got experience. Right. Yeah. <sighs> It's it's very very good. Uh, That's how you write shit, motherfuckers. And That's how you write. It's just fun. Like it's not too heavy. It's not too funny. It's obviously it's honestly got a lot more like harsh language than I would have expected. Like lots of like, I'm glad lots of fucks are in there, which we you know we love. Oh, for sure. And I I like too that um uh Johnny Johnny the character Johnny yeah. doesn't uh he is very. Un unpolitically correct. He he doesn't like this PC code that fits his character. Oh, for sure. Like he he's gonna be like what? <laughs> like he, I, I don't know if you've gotten to the point yet, but like he basically, uh, the, I mean, it's part of the the fucking story is that he, sure. he reopens Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like some of the people that come in there are like really out of shape. Like he calls this one kid tits all the time, <laughs> just like for no reason. Like he's such an asshole. You know? Oh yeah. And that's because that's how he was raised. And like yeah. you know, it's just it's the highlights of the different times, like in the eighties and shit. That's that's how it was for him. He so. goes on this big triad of like, so how do these kids at school like? How, how do they beat you up? And like, well, they they're really mean on social media and they make these <laughs> fake accounts. He's like. What a bunch of fucking pussies! Like, why don't you just beat their asses? <laughs> yeah, so fucking funny, man. Oh, speaking of nostalgia, let's take a weird turn. I don't know if we actually fully talked about the show. Did we fully talk about Summer of '84? No, we didn't. But I, I finally published my review. I did. That's what made me think about it. Uh, let's just let's go. Yeah, you gave it a six point five. That I feel like that's fair, but slightly also generous. But you think fair. so? No, I don't know. I might have gave it a six point five as well. Look, the only the only beef I have with that movie is its complete and utter lack of creativity. Um, it looks great. It's acted great. Uh, My have, biggest beef is the multiple endings, and I do know that we did mention that at one point. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, all of those three endings are good. They um, just needed to pick one. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't really want to hammer it for that because even that content is good content. It's just this, you know, there's there's really nothing original to it. Yeah, you hit the story with a four. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair as fuck. It's a rehash of Disturbia. Not a good rehash either. Right, and, and Disturbia is a rehash of Rear Window. So, like, it's a rehash of a rehash. True, true. Rear, have you ever watched Rear Window? Um, It's been a long time, but it's yeah. A, it's pretty good, man. Uh, obviously. It's probably know, one it's, of my favorite fucking dated, Hitchcock but, flicks, to be honest. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Psycho's good, but, like, it's, you know, it's, it's tired now. <sighs> I hate to do this because motherfuckers will at me. Uh, as good as Psycho is, I think... 
it's not Hitchcock's best by any no, stretch of the imagination. It, I, I you know would, what I mean? It's, I would definitely agree with that. It yeah. overshadows a lot of his better work. Hell, even like from just a filmmaking standpoint, it's not my favorite Hitchcock film, but Vertigo is fucking killer. Oh, absolutely. As far as a cinematic kind of get up. Yeah. Look at us talking about some old school fucking shit. Y'all didn't know. You you didn't. I didn't actually know that you were going to be be ready for this one. <laughs> I was going to be the one in <laughs> just here bringing out the Hitchcock, in. man. Get ready, motherfuckers. Yeah, so look, I I'm not um I I'm, I'm not loving Summer of 84. I think it just got announced it's getting a theatrical release. Which is great for the RKSS guys. Uh, in case you didn't know, they're the ones that did Turbo Kid. Everyone loves Turbo Kid, as you should. Um, I, I want them to succeed. Yeah, because they seem like genuinely fun, cool people. We were at a Q&A with them. Uh, the, the, the weird thing was, was like at the Q&A, they kept bringing up like, you know, the comparisons to Stranger Things and how they didn't want to be compared to Stranger Things because whenever they took on the project, Stranger Things didn't exist. And that's cool, but like, can we address the elephant in the room that this really is nothing like Stranger Things and everything like Disturbia. <laughs> yeah, it was weird that that was the... the like, that's that the, the bullet they're trying to get in front right, of, right? Which, hey, from a PR standpoint, pretty clever, right? You just, like, let's not even mention that other word that's with a D. Yeah. Because then it's real fucking obvious. So let's talk about Stranger Things, which you can easily be like, no, that's totally not like Stranger Things. I agree with you guys. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think a lot of people... um go in blind like the the general folks go into gen pop oh the gen pop you plebs they uh they go into summer of 84 and they probably have a good time with it okay. um especially if they've never seen rear window or disturbia they're like oh this is some original shit right here like it's, be it's a great. hell of a person you found it i've never seen this others <laughs> going to see summer of 84 it'd be a hell of a person uh but yeah it's uh it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination there's there's some really really good stuff in there actually uh it's just so like telegraphed like literally, the the big reveal of the movie, um, I, I, I spotted ten minutes into the flick. I mean, it's it's, it is what it is. That's fair. That's fair. Do you watch anything else recently? I'm trying to think of what else I've watched. Let me fire up the old server, see what we got. Because I know I've been watching a couple things, a couple things that aren't horror. I finally fired up a, because man, Netflix does this thing where it picks out a handful of movies or shows that it really wants you to watch. And it will hammer you to fucking death. It's really, uh, I feel like Netflix has a discovery problem right now. It because so does. I always see the same 20 movies, and there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds on there. Does, and they've got like a great breakdown system, but it doesn't matter what you go to. Those same fucking yeah. films. Like, it's like, oh, I'm looking for a thriller. Okay, and I'm like, let me go to comedy. Oh, the same ones. Well, yeah. fuck it. Let's go to, uh, you know, fucking horror. Oh, it's the same fucking ones. How is this possible? Right, but new ones get dropped. More so daily, yeah, yeah, more so than every month, like every week. Um, Yeah, Netflix definitely has a a discovery problem. They finally broke me down though, and I watched this. uh, It's from I don't want to say the BBC, but anyways, it's a British TV show. Uh, Troy, Fall of a City. It just looks so fucking cheesy, but I was like, ah, got nothing else going on. It's late at night. I need to be sleeping, but I'm gonna watch something. Actually, wasn't too bad. Into it? I was kind of into it, Uh, especially considering the movie Troy sucks so hard. Um, I, I watched, and I mentioned this, I think last week, uh, but I watched MFA, uh, oh, with Francesca yeah, yeah. Eastwood. You God, said that was good. Dude, it's really, really good. Uh, and really, really, re- like, of course, like they, they took a, a normal scenario of like a rape on campus or multiple yeah, yeah. rapes on campus and they, they amped it up to fucking, you know, 15. Uh, but like the message of that movie and like all the shit that happens with like the counselor on campus, like, phew, like that's a, that's as real as it gets on MFA, uh, which is scary. Like, 
like when they say like uh, real world like life is scarier than fiction or reality is scarier than fiction like that it's just not a lie well back to that evil genius right i mean like oh yeah holy fuck dude like th- the fact that that's real fucking life blows my goddamn mind uh, i haven't watched it yet but i got the screener for a movie called cold ground uh which we actually i tried to watch that Last week, I think, and then my internet fucked up, and then I was like, oh, okay, well, fuck it. Yeah. I was interested. I was inter- I really wanted to see that one. Yeah, so it's like a 1970s set found footage French movie. It's a lot of words. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of Fs, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's all set in like, the frozen wilderness, uh, you know, found footage shit. Uh, look, I've been looking forward to it for a long time. It was a crowdfunded movie. We shared the campaign back in, I think, like 2014, I think. Holy shit. Uh, so it's just now. It's still not even out yet, but it's uh, it's just now starting to make its its rounds so we're gonna check that out and we'll keep you updated on that in the in the future uh i can't connect to the server to look at see what i have uh seen oh luke's got me covered there you go appreciate you brother let me see what i've seen uh nope 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 so i haven't really watched anything new then yeah no same here that's okay which means we're probably done talking about shit. It was. I finally watched Marrowbone. I don't think we talked about that on the show. Uh, I, I haven't watched Marrowbone. Uh, I saw some, main, surprisingly, mainstream outlets covered. I think uh, either the Ver- maybe The Verge did a, a review on it, and they really, really liked it. Uh, and I think Anthony gave it like a six, which is a good score. Um, oh, it's gorgeous, dude. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Acting's pretty good. Boring? Because it looked pretty fucking boring. It, it gets kind of boring, man. So... They hit you. It, it, it's you're like, ooh, I'm about to give up, and then they hit you with something, and you're like, ooh, all right, I'm in, I'm in, man. And you're riding that wave, dude. You're feeling good. You're like, this is gonna be fucking awesome, and then it pulls that away from you, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me right now? That sucks. It's, it's a big pointless red herring, basically. It, yeah, I mean, you know, and they resolve it, and they kind of tell you why they resolved it, but it's just like, ah, why? You know that feeling we had when we watched uh, Killing Ground. Where you can see the out-of-focus oh, drop. Yeah, you were yeah. like, oh, this is about to go this it's direction. It's a fucking eh? monster. Yeah, yeah, we were so hyped, and it pulls that away from you. It's that exact same feeling you get. You're like, oh, you had it. Such a missed opportunity. It was in your glove, and you just let go of it. Yeah. Mm. That's disappointing. It's beautiful, though. It's a beautiful fucking film. There's no denying that. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. No. He said, no. I'm out. I, I yeah. got nothing. You know, I still haven't seen Tragedy Girls yet. What? Yeah. Did we not do a show on Tragedy Girls? We haven't. What no. the fuck is, dude? You're Amy, gonna. Amy and Carly did, but you're we gonna. Done. You're gonna love Tragedy Girls. Really? It's just fun, dude. It's fun. It knows what the fuck it's doing. Does it well? That's all I need. Yeah. Like, that's literally all I need. And that's all you really should want ever, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's clever, man. It it does this little like, tongue in cheek moments, and it just throughout the whole thing, it knows that that's what it's doing, and it doesn't try to. Doesn't try to pick any bones about it. Doesn't try to get overly uh, cute or aggressive. I like it. Uh, oh, uh, what's our what's our dude's name in there? Kevin Kevin Duran. Oh yeah, from uh yeah uh, the strain. And yeah, shit, yeah, from Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tim Allen. <laughs> no, he's actually in Wild Hogs too. Oh, bro! I'm, uh, now that I, uh, now that you've mentioned Wild Hogs, it got, <laughs> you're very welcome. It got John Travolta on the brain. <laughs> That's fair. And now that John Travolta's on the brain. I like how we're Wild Hogs experts. <laughs> the whole fucking cast. William H. Macy. Yes. Y'all. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie, by the way. It is actually y- a y'all lot of fun. check out Wild Hogs Please if you haven't. Do. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Um, so anyway, uh, John Travolta is in that Fred Durst movie. Oh, damn. I'm glad we did go down this road because why are we not talking about that, yeah, right? Yeah. Part of me's not super surprised that Fred would be good at this genre. 
So he's done a uh, he's done some music videos before. I think he maybe he did a documentary or something like that as well. Uh, I think he actually did a narrative feature. Now as I know you'll well. be loving this shit right, <laughs> right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he gonna skin that ass raw with a chainsaw. He is uh, basically the idea is uh, from a true story that he had whenever he was like on top of the world because believe it or not, Limp Biscuit was on top of the fucking world. Oh fucking yeah, dude. Like when they were in their prime, don't lie, you assholes. Y'all listen to that Limp Biscuit shit on repeat. Kangle hats. Oh my god, yes. Um, but but anyway, uh, whenever he was peak Fred, uh, basically uh, he had a, he had a, a stalker that that really you know, like some real life Eminem stan type shit. Speaking of which, uh, he was immortalized in an Eminem diss track. Who? Fred Durst. There was some beef between those two, man. Oh yeah, Christian Carson Daly and Fred Durst. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so took you down memory road for a second. This is a, this is a music podcast as well. <laughs> um, wild, the number one Wild Hogs podcast. The no, on the absolutely <laughs> the number one. Uh, so anyway, this movie is uh, Fred, Fred Durst starring John Travolta uh, and Devin Sawa from Final Destination. What a... F- I haven't heard that name in a hot fucking minute. Right. Uh, apparently he is actually the lead in an MMA show uh, on television me? now. Is it that... Um... Shit. I can only probably. think of one. It probably is that one, right? <laughs> yeah, it's probably that one. If it's that one, I think about it. I tried to watch the first episode and was not impressed. Yeah, but look. they apparently have some like legit MMA dudes on there kind of like helping them make sure that sure. Uh, everything actually looks like it's supposed to look. So John Travolta is the, believe it or not, he's the stalker. <laughs> Boy, that actually, I can believe that. <laughs> and and, and Del- Devin Sawa is the stalk, stalk E. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and I think this one's a little bit different. He took his own personal life and he sort of uh, re rewrote the facts a little bit. But I think these two guys are like on a construction crew together. Okay. And like for whatever reason, Travolta just gets this weird obsession with this guy and starts following him around and shit gets weird. Um, a couple of set photos have came out so far, and one of which is Travolta with like his eye gouged out. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, and the other is Sawa like some straight Gerald's game shit, like tied mm. up to the bed. Um, the interesting part is Sexy. that particular, did you see that shot with yes. Saul on the bed? It set wise looks fucking it does look gorgeous, good. right? I just, mm, it's getting harder and harder to accept movies with Travolta in it, you know? And it's not even, what do you mean? You're not, not, a, even, not a Travolta guy. Not even from like the Scientology standpoint. He's just getting like weirder and weirder and weird. Like he's Let the be- man get his freak on. Like what's he wrong? is becoming Nick Cage. So unless <laughs> unless like this role is written specifically for him just to do Travolta, it's going to be weird. Can we please get Nick Cage in it in Travolta in an oh, indie horror film? Oh my fuck! Because the answer is yes. I, I feel like the answer we, is we, yes. We just have to figure out how to make that you happen. Just got to get a hold of their people. Yeah. And yeah. there's no telling what those people have to deal with on a daily basis. Face off part two. <laughs> Speaking of which, I just got out of Netflix. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like a wealth of, I'm a wealth of Netflix knowledge well, tonight. You man. watch a lot of Netflix. You got theaters on Netflix. Clearly, like, yeah, uh, apparently I do, man. Uh, speaking of Netflix, too, and construction sites, did you ever watch the Punisher series now that they've got on there? No, I really wanted to, because uh, that trailer was one of the best trailers I've ever seen. My fucking God, It had the Metallica, it was the fucking guns. That shit is violent as fuck, and I'm so excited that they let that happen. They let it be that, because... It's the Punisher. It's supposed to be violent. It's supposed to punish. Right? The shit gets real, man. The Punisher in like a horror-esque movie would be great. Yeah. Uh, starring Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Which, which one gets to be the Punisher? Both. Okay, fair. The Punishers. I kind of want, want Nick to be the Punisher. Punishers. I mean, because don't get me wrong. Travolta does do a pretty... Wait a second. Travolta's already been in a Punisher movie. He was the bad guy in the um, Are you Thomas serious? Jane 
The Thomas Jane one. No shit. Yeah. Hmm. Was Nick Cage also in it? Nick Cage. Nope. Nope. That, that maybe was the problem, right? Yeah. yeah. We needed a little Nick. We would have had it perfect. We'd have had Thomas Jane, Travolta, and then Nick Cage. Nah, we could have just replaced Jane with Nick. Ooh, watch your Come mouth. I'm a Thomas Jane fan, bro. I'm just saying I'm a bigger Nick Cage fan now. <laughs> I wasn't even a big Nick Cage fan until he went full Nick Cage. And yeah. like, it's obviously like just broke. I think he obviously was always, he's just doing his thing. I think he was always there, but like people were like holding him back, and then finally they just got tired of it, and they're just like, fuck it, let him, let it, let it go. Let's, like, if you love something enough, yeah. let it go. Like a wild dog that just <laughs> keeps coming back. home. Like, I wish you'd go away. Right, we tried now. He's just back and back and back. <laughs> Give me that mom and dad too, right? Oh, please give it with John Travolta. <laughs> Directed by Fred Durst. Oh my God. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited about the Durst in the, in the Devin Saw flick. Um, I, I don't really know much more than that. I know uh, we're, we have uh, contact with the, with the PR company. There's a lot of uh, strange excitement, though. That's what I'm seeing. It was one of the most shared, commented, and enjoyed social posts that we've done in a long time. Uh, that's, so that's interesting to me because, like, that so was, interesting. That was the, for they hit that moment where they were Nickelback. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. And so, like, everyone's done a one eighty, I guess. Look, I, I'm not too cool. Fuck fickle, it. fickle motherfucker. I listened to Significant Other in the car like last week. <laughs> Like, yeah, I got no shame, dude. Like that was like my heyday of listening to music was Limp Biscuit, listen to the corn. Uh, yeah. dude, I even liked the Metallica Reload album. Come at me, motherfuckers. Fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> was that Saint Anger? Uh, I'm a little less on the Saint Anger, that wasn't but yeah. Bad. It wasn't it bad. bad. No, no, I'm but that's where I started slipping a little bit. Sure, like, mm, sure. Mm. Uh, look guys, we could do this forever. We really absolutely could. But I got to go home. So we're probably done here. I feel like it was an entertaining episode. I had a lot of fun. It was high energy. Look at those waveforms, motherfucker. They're big. <laughs> they're big and they're swole. Thank God we got a compressor. <laughs> uh, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us with episode 147. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, good call. Of the Modern Horrors Podcast. Uh, it's been our pleasure. Uh, this is fun. I, I would I kind of like talking about not horror shit, but I also don't want to have another podcast to talk about not horror yeah. shit. Yeah. So here it is. Give us some feedback on how you feel about this episode. Should we sprinkle them in every now and then? Should we maybe occasionally try to do an after hours? You know, I, I listen to this one podcast, and they do this segment. It's an MMA podcast, but they do a segment called Tips for the Well-Rounded MMA Fan. Okay. And I feel like we could do something similar. Okay. Uh, tips for the Well-Rounded Horror Fan. I like, like it's it. It's not horror, but you're probably going to love Cobra Kai, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we've got a... Uh our fan base is is they're diverse. more well rounded, yeah, diverse yeah. Uh, than than just horror all day every day. Absolutely, let's, unless let's, your name is Luke Rodriguez. But. Let's work on that. Uh, send us your ideas because you guys are infinitely smarter than us. Yeah, and you run the show, so yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, so until next week, thank you. We love you. We are out of here.